Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports and Crest Media. And joining me, the CEO of Sports One Marketing, a firm he co-founded with Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon. He is also the executive producer, judge, and host of Entrepreneur Media's original show, Elevator Pitch, which has received over 20 million views. And he is also the host of The Playbook, a top five podcast on iTunes, David Meltzer. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me on. Today's topic, the impact of the Super Bowl location. So the Super Bowl is going down in Minnesota at the new $1.1 billion U.S. Bank Stadium, and temperatures outside are likely to be below freezing for most of the week. I can already hear media members complaining about why isn't this game in Miami or Arizona every single year. So, David, let's start with this. What impact does the Super Bowl being in a cold city have? It's a tremendous impact as far as people going to visit Minnesota. And I'm surprised. It ranges from all of the players, the legacy players, the media, it's a, even the sponsors and the hospitality. People don't like the cold. And if they're going to spend a lot of money to go travel, they're going to you know, travel places that it's warm. And I have seen uh, from Radio Row, which is going to be at the Mall of America, they're expecting one-third. It's gone three, two years ago, 350 media outlets down to 300 media outlets. Last year, they're looking at 100 media outlets this year. If that doesn't tell you, and it's not just the expense, it's truly the weather. People don't want to deal with the cold weather for the whole week. The game, no effect at all. In fact, I think the impact of the, it uh, being in Minnesota, my biggest fear was Minnesota actually would make the Super Bowl, which would cut the external revenue in half. If you think about it, that would have been terrible. I mean, I know emotionally it's great for Minnesota, but Minnesota would have suffered if the Vikings made the Super Bowl. So why knowing this, why would the NFL choose a cold weather city? And I get it. They just opened a one point one billion dollar new stadium there and they want to showcase that off. But if we're looking on the larger scale of things, it, it seems like a situation in which, you know what, everyone doesn't necessarily get their opportunity to host a Super Bowl because this is larger than just one game. Well, you got to realize that the NFL has, you know, very little to gain by the city, meaning in, in the big scope of things, we have billions of people that are going to watch it, whichever mediums they utilize. So the interesting thing is it's the city itself. So the leverage that the uh, city has is that if we go ahead and build this monstrosity, this beautiful stadium, we're going to not only get a Super Bowl, but maybe even a Pro Bowl, maybe a draft, and we're going to bring people to your hotels and your restaurants and your Ubers and your car drive, all of the different things. So it really doesn't impact the NFL by having it in a cold city. It's just the ima- because people are going to experience it in, in different ways. So I really think people have to understand that, for example, if the Super Bowl wanted to pick a city, they'd have the game in San Diego, right? It's the best Super Bowl town. You're going to get killer weather, plenty of hotels, you know, people love to vacation there, but they won't do it because San Diego won't build the stadium. And that's why LA you'll see will get a Super Bowl every three or four years, the way that Florida does right now. So Minneapolis is 46th in terms of largest cities in the United States. How much does the local size of Minneapolis matter? You know, if you look back at Indy, which I consider to be about the same size 
as Minnesota. It was one of the best Super Bowls. I personally think when you go to New Orleans, Indianapolis, and now Minnesota, you actually, it's a better atmosphere live, meaning for the whole week. And that's because it literally, the Super Bowl, takes over everything. There's so much branding and marketing and big days, Super Day, you know, Super Bowl, NFL logos, team logos, jerseys, where is when it was San Francisco or New York in a bigger city, you did not get a feel. Like when it was in New York City, you didn't even feel that the Super Bowl was there. I mean, the Super Bowl is smaller than the magic, right? The the clothing thing or Las Vegas when they have it there. You know, it's smaller, but you won't really feel like you will in Minnesota, it's going to be all Super Bowl, everything Super Bowl. And I actually love that type of size of a city for a Super Bowl. I'm not going to like the cold, though. So with this in mind, I think one area that's going to be drastically affected is experiential marketing. So I was at the Super Bowl in Detroit when the Steelers played the Seahawks. And it was freezing. It was snow. There was rain. It was just absolutely disgusting. And there was little to no experiential out there. Conversely, the NFL draft has been in Chicago for two years. And it was an absolutely incredible experience from an experiential side of things. They absolutely nailed it. So... I see the experiential side taking a huge hit here and what can be done from a corporate standpoint to either capitalize on that or make up for it. I think you're making a really great point because that experiential marketing and hospitality, there's a shortage of venues uh, because you can't plan for snow and weather and it gets to be so expensive to build structures and other things that are necessary. So what they need to use is start using AR and VR and, and types of experiences that can be done inside inexpensively, but branded exterior uh, in the exterior so that it draws the crowds to it using the type of things that we talk about in sponsorship and marketing, digital media and other things to drive traffic. But absolutely, it won't be as uh, real and traditional on the experience side. It has to be virtual. So will we see fewer corporate sponsors at this Super Bowl? And this is years in the planning. So when, when they look and if it's like, oh, this year's at Miami, the next year's at Arizona, and they're like, oh, the following one's Minnesota, uh, are brands sitting there saying, you know what, we're going to sit out this one because of the location? Absolutely. Many companies, you know, we deal in this every year, and I've been there for 17 years as I ran Lee Steinberg before Sports One Marketing. Uh, this is the lowest year for that type of hospitality marketing uh, because there's so many other opportunities. I know a lot of companies now that are just hosting their own Super Bowl activation, not even just in their own cities, but also in destination cities where they're doing more viewing parties and other activities during Super Bowl that are far less expensive than flying all our big clients. And I think more enjoyable where they get better engagement one-on-one to either build their relationship or start new relationships. So because there's, there's fewer corporate sponsors, that also means that there could be an opportunity. So what will be the, the victory that we do see out of brands that are in Minneapolis for this? Like, let's take away. All right. We see all the negative stuff. Where's the positive that's going to come from this? There's a huge opportunity, and I think guys like Barstool have figured it out, and I've used Gary Vee and Barstool to guide building my brand, where you know a few years back, a guy like Dave Meltzer could not compete. And now I'm getting huge audiences of over you know 20 million people because 
I know how to market to a bigger crowd than the big brands do. And I think that opportunity exists for small brands to come in stealth and create huge activations that are captured correctly and distributed, just like a Super Bowl commercial, distributed to 3.2 billion people on the internet. And they're able to actually get a huge brand win where before, you know, all the Super Bowl sponsors that are not necessary NFL sponsors would spend a fortune to try to cannibalize the shield. Now, small brands have an opportunity to cannibalize that shield in a unique way by capturing the content and distributing it through the 3.2 billion people on the internet. So now it's time to get to our one takeaway from this. And for me, you've got to deal with the cards that you are dealt. Just because the Super Bowl is in cold Minnesota doesn't mean that a brand can't go out there and absolutely create an amazing experience, turn lemons into lemonade. David, what about you? What is your takeaway? Bring a jacket. Don't be such a wimp. I tell people all the time, when you are facing adversity, resistance, that's the time that you get excited and take advantage of it. When, you know, most people, if it was easy, everybody would do it. When it's not easy, that's when the winners win. So be a winner, show up to the Super Bowl, make more money, help more people and have more fun. Absolutely love that. Now time for the action item. Tell your sports marketing friends about the sports marketing huddle. And the number one thing you can do to help us is subscribe on iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really helps with discovery and allows other allows us to provide value to others. And if you have thoughts on this episode, you can hit me up on Twitter at Rob Cressy and David, where can people connect with you at David Meltzer or Dave Meltzer.com. Look forward to seeing everyone. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>